Close more deals with Boomtown. All of the tech, tools, and teams you need to generate and convert conversation-ready leads and run your business smarter. Visit boomtownroi.com backslash 5amcall to learn more. Gary V, look at this. How are you? Doing, doing very well. Um, so you probably do not remember, Agent 21, oh, the very first, you said we were in the Tom Ferry uh, little section. You said, hey, I'd be, I'd be happy to do a 5 a.m. call. That's what this is. So the 5 a.m. call is a whole bunch of real estate agents up and down the East Coast. You started as a private Facebook group. I actually started with Scott, Scott Compo, myself, myself, Byron Lazine. And um, a couple other guys, just accountability in the morning, getting up at 5 a.m. to start our day. And then one of us was on a panel. It grew from there. And Facebook group grew to over 2,000 people. Then we started putting it onto a podcast. Podcast does really well. The live call um, still does really well, but the podcast does, does much better. So six days a week. And we'd love to get your, your message uh, for the 5 a.m. community. 99% real estate agents. Understood. I'm really happy to be on, guys. I'm sorry it took so long. Yeah, and so, and, and here's, it's usually just the moderator. So I don't know if you want to do like a, a quick back and forth or if you want to rip for three to five minutes. We're obviously recording the audio so that we can upload it. I think back and forth only because I just like you leading to where you want me to go, knowing that you know your audience extremely well. And so, you know, if you don't mind, we do a, we do it that way as like maybe a, a different version. So that, That's that would fine. be my All right, absolutely. All right, Gary Vaynerchuk, who is joining us for the 5am call here this morning. Gary, uh, this calls a whole bunch of real estate agents, entrepreneurs, professionals that want to have a powerful morning routine so that they can be consistent throughout their day. What's your message for specifically real estate agents and having a powerful morning routine? You know, uh, hi everybody. Thank you for having me on. Uh, you know, as real estate agents, you know what it is, right? You're you're grinding to get deals, to make deals, to land listings, to close open houses, to you know, you're you're just in it. You're in sales. You're in human behavior, and that's daunting. You know, human human interactions all day long comes really natural to some, me included. Uh, but but you know, getting disappointed at the 99th hour. You know, losing a deal at 1201, getting fired, losing a listing, market turns. It, one of the great things I love about the real estate industry, and my sister's now an agent, and like just I love it because it's market. It's true fucking market. And I, you know, really honestly, I'm gonna give you guys a very hardcore off speed pitch, unless you're a deep Gary V fan. This may confuse you because I think a lot of you think of me as high energy, high intensity, caring so much about career and profession. The reason I have good professional days is I actually have one, only one morning routine, which is immediate. And I mean this on, and, and I don't do this like as a meditation or as like an alarm. I do this as a subconscious, no different than the way I breathe in the same way that I breathe, like I don't know how many of you that are listening right now say, okay, take in oxygen. I don't think any of us do that. We just fucking breathe. In the same way that I breathe, I have literally, since I was probably about 14 years old, 
because from call it six to 14, I was so scared of my parents dying because both my parents had lost a parent very early that I think something happened in my fear around that that then turned in my teenage years, which is now my morning routine, which is unbelievable levels of gratitude that nobody I love died last night. I love that. And morning routines are different from for everybody because some people want to get up super early and, and that just doesn't work for other people's bodies. But if you're in real estate, you know there's certain things like in your business that you have to do every day that you're naturally doing, whether that's following up on an executive or, or whatever it may be. For a real estate agent, that's following up on leads, people that want to buy, sell, and invest in real estate. And one day could be the perfect day where you hit your time block, you do all your follow-ups, but then the next day, all kinds of things happen. You have a whole bunch of showings, you have a whole bunch of new clients, and then you don't do things that you know lead to consistent business, and you start to feel like you're out of routine, you start to feel like every day is a new day, and it, it can become a little, you can become a little anxious in that environment. I actually, I actually think that that, I'm sorry to interrupt, I actually yeah. think the reason that I don't have a morning routine because, so, I, because I think people become too rigid and actually overjudge themselves. And they're like, oh fuck, I didn't cold call 10 people or email 13 people. Like these fucking rules that everybody makes for themselves, which make no sense. The macro context is unbelievable. The macro morning routine as Omni is fucking amazing. Hence why I have one. Thank you God that nobody called me in the middle of the night. And you know, I have my phone on silent now, so it's even scarier now. It's like that first grab of the phone. Thank you God that I don't have 700 missed calls and texts. But like, if, if you know, and by the way, at different things work for different people. This is why you already made mention. I'm sure you don't wanna demonize the people that get their best work done at 11 p.m. to one in the morning. So it becomes a macro mental morning routine. I also don't think you wanna demonize the people that are more free, freelance and improv, that's me. On the flip side, I don't wanna demonize the people that are incredibly anal and structured and have great pro, I, I, I love people who wanna make a fucking amazing list and click them all off and enjoy scratching them off. I don't think I've made a fucking list in my life. I didn't open a textbook entire career of high school. Like everyone's different. This is a game of self-awareness and macro routine, which is why instead of pontificating, I actually gave you a real answer, which is the truth, which is like, do you know how good it feels when you lose three listings, get fired by everybody, and have to give, and lost 4,000 bucks because somebody stole it from your NFT wallet, when you woke up that morning actually meaning what I said, which is, I don't care that, like, every, I have a hundred bad things happen to me in business a month, bad fired, quit, lawsuits, bat. You guys know me. Most people here listening have some stuff. I don't talk about that shit, not because I'm not willing to be vulnerable, because it doesn't fucking hit my radar, because I just think that's the cost of doing business, comma, I don't care about work. Like, th that's the curveball, like Scott, that's the curveball. People, all I do is put out content about professionalism, all that stuff but I actually don't give a shit about it. I'm, I'm not joking, like I really need you guys to hear this, like if I'm going, if I'm doing this fucking show, I want everybody to understand. When you actually only care if the people you love are healthy, the worst things that happen in business don't upset you. 
And it, in a 100% commission world, though, you still need to have an income at the end of the day. So having the gratitude, but then making sure that there's 101 wins to the 100 losses, how do you make sure you have wins with the losses? The losses are going to happen, but how do you make sure? What happens when you have wins? I'll explain to you. When you have actual gratitude, not facade, I'm going to post I'm grateful on Instagram today, but you don't actually mean it. When you actually fucking mean what I'm saying, you spend zero time on dwelling and crying, which then leads to offense. Because I'm actually grateful, when all the bad shit happens, back to your 100 losses, the reason I'm able to create 101 wins, and I talk a lot about my career being Loyola Marymount basketball team from the 80s, which was a basketball team that won like 167 to 132, it's because I know almost everybody I know when something bad happens, then adds another one to 10 hours of fucking crying and dwelling. And for me, it's immediate offense, which then net scores me 101 to 100. So the gratitude actually creates the reality that you just asked for. Mm -hmm. Because I spend no time crying because I don't care, I'm spending an ungodly amount of time on offense. Because I'm not penny pinching, because I'm not worried about somebody fucking, you know, especially real estate land, this is gonna come through really well. If I was in real estate land, when the other broker fucked me, I wouldn't care about the money I lost or that they one-upped me, I would just go on offense and never fuck with them again. If they were the biggest person in town, I would fuck around them, meaning I would still fuck with them, meaning do work with them, but in a different way than the time before they fucking fucked me. No emotion, there's no fucking emotion in real estate. All you can see from real estate people is fucking emotion. If I, I one, if I could have one gift for the real estate world, I would create a fucking vaccine that sucked emotion and feelings out of the equation. I'm sorry, Barry, fuck you for that 500 bucks behind your back to the insurance title guy, but who gives a fuck? I love it. I love it. We're, we're, we're along the same lines there. Gary, uh, your final message, and, and what should people be thinking about with all the disruptors? The DOJ lawsuit, Zillow, you can put a whole bag of issues on the real estate industry. What should agents be thinking and positioning themselves against that? There's a couple things I know in life in that question. You have no fucking say if you're listening to this show about the DOJ. You have no fucking say about Zillow. You have no fucking say if the most charismatic former high school football star in your town decided to move back into town and now they decided to be a real estate agent and everybody, you have no fucking say about everything except one thing. Do you spend any time worrying about Zillow, DOJ, and the former football star or Karen who's the number one real estate agent for 37 years in a row? Like the dumb shit that you have no say about. You know what the biggest problem with real estate agents are? Is they envy the number one player in the market and what they haven't learned yet is you don't stop winners. You want a crazy left field fucking piece of advice? The person that's winning in your town, if you're not that person, give them flowers instead of talking shit behind their back. You want your business to double? Let me give you the craziest fucking actual answer. If Scotty K, is the number one agent in town. Instead of what I know 93% of you are doing, which are being snide, downright mean, gossipy, oh, he's only lucky because his dad used to own the big car dealership, whatever the fuck your loser shit is, instead of that, why don't you commend Scotty K on his work ethic, his retention, like, and, and, and then that's it. Scotty K, good for you, and that's the end.
never think of Scotty K, definitely never talk shit about Scotty K. Like that is how I think about Zillow, the DOJ, uh, somebody who built up a big fucking Instagram account. Oh, somebody who doesn't deserve it, but they just rich married the rich guy and they have, you know, they're hot. Like all the shit people cry about that they have no control about. Stop being catty, stop being jealous, stop being sad and worry about your own shit. And then remarkably what you'll realize is once you actually worry about your own shit, your own customers, a miracle thing happens. Good shit happens. That's my fucking parting advice. One tactical, we do tactical Tuesdays, one tactical thing real estate agents should be doing. Facebook groups are dynamite. Name them. Let's make, let's make pretend that you live in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Start a Basking Ridge, New Jersey moms group. Start a Basking Ridge entrepreneurs group. Don't make it about real estate. Make it a little bit level up, right? Like if you're, like if you're in Orange County, California, start the Orange County Parents Association Facebook group. Start the Orange County Friends Network. Start the Orange County Ambitious People group. Start a Facebook group. Push everybody you can towards it. Email, phone numbers, spam for a week to get a little base, then watch virality. Be the hostess, be the host, be in there every day posting something. Be the mayor of your town or county in a Facebook group and watch your business double. Love it. It's a very tactical thing. Facebook groups are fucking huge for the target of people that buy fucking homes. Great. Don't create, don't create like buy a house in Norwood, you know, Connecticut. No, no, it has to be, I gave you the example. Very tactical. I think you were trying to go with Norwich, Connecticut, not Norwood. I was, but I'm going to Google right now with the great hope that there is a Norwood, Connecticut, and (laughs) there is. Let's fucking go. No, 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 that's Norwood Court, Staten Island, New York. Yeah, I'm I'm Connecticut. Norwood Court, Staten Island, New York. Real estate group, start a Norwood Court, Staten Island Young Parents Association. I love it, Gary. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, I got one quick uh, fun fact for you. Please. Liz, she she did her first real estate podcast with me. I'm a white boy. I knew there was I was there was something I was trying to tip my tongue. I knew that actually. And and another fun fact, Bobby. So so Bobby, literally when we were looking for a new producer. I tweeted out, hey, looking for a new producer, tag DRock, DRock retweeted it. Bobby from Long Island moved over to Connecticut for the job. Thanks to you guys connecting people. So appreciate you, brother. Gary. Yes, Bobby. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, guys. I'm probably not gonna get this uh, opportunity again. A huge <laughs> fan. It, Bobby. Um, right now, I'm a big proponent of the gaming industry. I think gaming is the future of storytelling, is the future of interactive medium. What? in your opinion right now, aside from NFTs and VR, is the periphery business to start around games the way social media marketing agencies was for the early days of Facebook and the early days of Twitter? Um, NFTs, VR, and AR. So you pick two of the three. They're the peripherals, 100%. By the way, I wanna make sure all of this is in the podcast and I'm ending with this final part. What I told everybody to do was what we just wrapped up with, which is when you do good, karma happens. When karma happens, word of mouth and reputation happens. Everybody buys homes from word of mouth. Kindness is the real estate agent strategy. Actual kindness, not tactics. Ooh, if I give everybody cupcakes, they'll buy homes for me. No, no, that's called manipulation. You didn't come from a kind place. You thought it would bring, like truly, can everybody who's listening to this right now lean into actual kindness?
And by the way, if you're the kind of person that can't, it means that you're hurt, right? It means that you're like you're hurt. You don't have anything to give because you're hurting. You need to go to therapy. You need to you need to listen to positivity. You need to cut out negative people from your life. You need to like really explore. If you don't have love and kindness to give, it means you're hurting. You need to find a way to fix that. Work on yourself. It's real. It, it gets better. It's nice. Cool. Love you, Gary. Thank you, man. Cheers. Thank you, Gary.